0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Kieker. Hello, and welcome to Senior Care Live, where our mission is to provide you the information, education, and resources that can truly help you when caring for an elderly loved one. We provide you the facts, and only the facts, in a very educational way, and there is simply no other program like this one. I am so proud of this program. Hi, I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks for joining me here today. I really and truly appreciate it. And as always, if you have questions about the program and how we can help you and your family, you can call our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget to visit online at Senior Care Live. That's L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. And if you do visit online, be sure to... Connect with us socially on Facebook and Twitter. We do a lot of communications through social media, and you definitely don't want to miss out on that. All right. This is, uh, one last, uh, one more. I've been promoting this for quite a while. And guess what? It's almost the, the room is almost full. I think we only have about 20 seats, maybe less than that left. Uh, but, uh, save the date. This thing's, uh, we're past save the date. This is coming right up this Wednesday, November the 16th. We have a free educational event. Our featured. Keynote speaker is Dr. Jeff Burns. He's the co-director of the KU Alzheimer's Disease Center, and he's going to be talking about all things Alzheimer's. And as I've said before, it's just as really simple. If your life has been impacted by Alzheimer's or dementia, either directly or indirectly, you need to be there. You're going to learn some excellent information. And guess what? At the end of the free educational event, you can ask questions directly to dr burns and that does not happen every day <laughs> okay so it, it's a phenomenal opportunity it's this wednesday november the 16th from 9 a.m to noon it's over at uh, the matt ross community center in overland park uh kansas just think uh, 81st and metcalf and it's about a block west of there 8101 marty Okay, and then the other speaker uh, to get us started off at 9 o'clock, our very own Judy Wechter. She's a registered nurse and community educator, and she's going to talk about something really important and very interesting, uh, how to prepare for your next doctor's visit and, and how to get the most out of your next doctor's visit. So really, really good information. We'll have uh, free Continental Breakfast check-in at 8.30. We'll start promptly at 9 o'clock, and we will have you out of there by noon. Uh, don't forget, it's free of charge for our friends. In uh, healthcare, uh, uh, nursing and social services, and frankly, all other areas of healthcare, but particularly nursing and social services, you will receive three free continuing education credits. You will walk out. With your certificate, all right? It's also appropriate for the layperson, the family and friend caregiver. Uh, And again, I think we've got about 20 seats left. Uh, So be sure to register online at SeniorCareLive.com under Free Educational Events, or you could go old school and call us at Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. All right. A couple of weeks ago, I was one of the speakers at another at the 2016 Senior Care Symposium. And the other part uh, I touched on how to remain independent at home last week. But the second part that I did touch on, I just want to touch on that here today because it's a huge question. When do you move? from your home to a senior care community? Frankly, that's an agonizing question. And there just isn't a good answer. But I like to say that there's some things that should trigger the conversation of when to move from your home to a senior care community. So here it is number one. I think number one uh, with uh with no issues when it's no longer safe to live at home. And and, and guess what? Uh, over the last nearly 15 years of operating senior care consulting, this is by far and away the number 1 question I've ever been asked. When do you move? Okay, so when it's no longer to stay uh, to live uh, at home because of safety issues. So, falling prey to financial fraud or financial elder abuse, okay? That that's a major major safety issue. Uh, leaving the stove top burners on. Uh, that's, that's a huge issue. That may be the most common one. Uh, fortunately, that's actually maybe the easiest one to solve as well. You turn off the gas going to the stove or you, you flip the breaker and the stove has no power. Uh, so it's easy to resolve. Uh, but it is so dangerous. I had one of my clients recently call and say, all right, the last straw for me. I knew we were pushing, uh, kind of pushing our, our limits here. But the last straw was I went over to visit mom, I opened the door, and this overwhelming just gush of the smell of natural gas just came pouring out of the house and she said i literally freaked out i can't believe we got so lucky i got mom out of there i i uh, opened up all the windows and and they called me (laughs) that was the next thing they did was they called me this is just no longer safe and there were some other safety issues with her as well uh so but yeah just don't mess around with that one uh wandering away and can't find your way back home where you have these silver alerts this is becoming more and more frequent and that would be uh, that would be for someone with alzheimer's or dementia where they may go for a walk wander away from their home they just can't find their way back home and unfortunately a lot of these silver alerts don't end so well and so just do, don't mess around with that okay do, if here here's the rule of thumb move sooner than you think you need to be be a little more proactive don't wait for something bad to happen Alright, just, just don't do it. Okay? It's just as simple as that. Uh, not taking your medications properly. You, you may take two days in, in one setting. You may not take your medications for two days. or You don't take them on time. Uh, it, you, that's, uh, that's, not quite as apparent, but it is a safety concern. And then, frequent falls, uh, injuries, frequent hospitalizations—obvious. Uh, that's a little more obvious. So, all of these uh, fall into the, squarely into the category of you should consider moving from home to a senior care community, uh, such as you know, assisted living, the nursing home, memory care, etc. When it is no longer safe to live at home. All right, number two. And I would say this is a very close number two. When the health of the caregiver begins to decline, your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, uh, you have to pay attention to that. You just simply cannot have two people in decline, all right? So stress is a very powerful force. Uh, I am not going to go into a lot of detail, but I have seen time and time again where because of the stress on the caregiver, it just became so great, the caregiver actually passed away before, before the person they were caring for, okay? And now you're not there. You've kind of defeated the purpose. You're not there to care for this person that you love so much. So you have to take care of yourself. Number three, the cost of home care just becomes too expensive. Uh, and so I'm a huge fan of home care. I I, I think uh, it's a fantastic service. But if your need escalates to 24 hours per day, you're looking at 12 to $15,000 uh, a month, and uh, that's just not affordable for a lot of people, uh, or if it is, not for very long. So it just may be a financially driven decision. And then uh, last but not least, if you just cannot keep up with the increasing demands of providing care for your loved one, why not consider changing your role, okay, from being the caregiver or the, the hands-on care provider to becoming the care manager or the care advocate. What I mean by that is together, let's go out, let's find a great place uh, for them to move to where, you know, the staff at the care community can provide the the care, the hands-on care, the heavy lifting, you know, figuratively and literally, okay? Then you can return to more of your traditional role of the loving son or daughter or spouse or grandchild and make sure they're receiving Everything that they should be receiving, so speak uh, for them on their behalf and become their advocate so uh that's uh that at some point uh you, you know anyway, I, I will go into all that I was going to go into a lecture on that, but the bottom line is uh, these things should trigger that conversation and don't forget. If you're thinking about moving any time in the very near future to assisted living, a nursing home, or memory care, or all of the above in a continuing care retirement community, you absolutely need to be aware that we're entering the peak demand for all senior care communities. And what I mean by that, and again, I'm not going to go into a huge amount of depth on this, but it's it's like an inverted bell curve or a little bit of like a cereal bowl, so the lowest demand, there's always demand, the lowest demand is during the heat of the summer. And then as you move toward the end of the year, the demand starts to increase. And then you hit a peak demand in January and into most of February, and then it starts to fall off again. So, if you put this off until after the holidays you and several other several thousand other families are going to be looking uh, and searching for a finite limited number of beds and apartments available. So don't don't do that. Okay? That's that's the warning. Again, I would I would move sooner than later. I'd be proactive. Uh, senior care consulting, we're working with a lot of clients right now who said, hey, I don't want to get out, caught up into that. I want to make sure that I have a bed available, an apartment available, and we're out proactively doing that search. Uh, their name is on the wait list or they've put down a deposit so that they can move after the holidays and get in before the major Rush. So, uh, if you're interested in that, again, seniorcareconsulting.com or 913-945-2800. 913-945-2800. All right. For the rest of the program, we're going to be talking about uh, Veterans Day and an incredible benefit. But before we get there, let's not forget the Senior Care Live question of the week. The type of Medicare coverage that we all receive automatically when we turn 65 is A, Medicare Part A, B, Medicare Part B, C, Medicare Part C, D, Medicare Part D, or E, all of the above. The answer right after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are always standing by, so you can call it literally 24 hours a day at 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, this program streams live to any electronic device. Super simple. Go to SeniorCareLive.com and just click the Listen Live button, and it will stream straight to your phone, your tablet, tablet your computer whatever you have it is really that simple all right let's answer the senior care live question of the week the type of medicare coverage that we all receive automatically when we turn age 65 is a medicare part a b medicare part b c medicare part c D Medicare Part D or E all of the above and the answer is A Medicare Part A everyone gets it automatically you turn 65 and boom you get your card and uh, look this is the coverage that pays for your hospitalization your inpatient care in the hospitals your surgeries you know all the big stuff so uh, so that's the one that we all get Automatically, and hopefully you're having fun and learn a lot. It is Medicare open enrollment season, and uh, and and I think it's so confusing. That's why I like to talk a lot about that uh, during this season. So, all right. So, uh, obviously, yesterday was Veterans Day to all of our veterans thank you so much for uh, for protecting us fighting us defending our freedom uh, just i mean just thank i can't even thank you enough so uh, we want to uh, just concentrate the rest of the program on a wonderful organization we uh, actually have the national headquarters of the VFW right here in town we're going to talk about uh, 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 what the VFW does and then we're going to hone in very specifically on a specific uh, benefit in the third and fourth segment. You definitely want to stay tuned to that. But now I'd like to introduce my special guest today, Mr. Ron Cherry and Miss uh, Miss Rachel Powell. Uh, so Ron is a VF, VFW service officer for National Veteran Services in Kansas City, and Rachel Powell is a claims consultant right here at the VFW. And uh, Ron and Rachel, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Glad Thank to be you. Here. All right. And and we uh I think we were all on the program what it's been a couple of years ago I think.
2: Yeah, a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah. Yep. And so, uh, and, and so again, I thought, you know, this we're we're a day after uh, Veterans Day, so we'll just call it, you know, Veterans Day weekend, if you will. Veterans and Day extended. That's right. That's right. We have a, a lot of uh, celebration and everything uh, going on and remembrances and everything. So, uh, so let's just talk about the VFW, uh, the national. I didn't know this until we had met, you know, a couple of years ago. We have the national headquarters for the VFW right downtown at uh, four hundred six West uh, Thirty. Fourth street. Uh, was that 34th. was that Broadway. 34th and Broadway great correct. Yeah. Yeah. 34th and Broadway. So, uh, uh, wow. What a, uh, what a great resource that we have here. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the VFW and some of the services that you're able to provide.
2: Well, um, a little bit about the VFW is, um, VFW has been around for over a hundred years advocating for veterans benefits and veterans rights uh, in general. And, um, we, we pride ourselves in, in advocating for veterans rights, uh, the benefits, the hospitalization, anything—any uh, benefit that we feel that a veteran is entitled to—we pride ourselves in and advocating for those benefits. Uh, we offer a, a lot of different programs to help um, veterans, as far and as well as active duty veterans, military. Um, some of the programs we have uh, assist with financially, um, scholarships, different things like that.
1: Okay. All right, all right, excellent. And if someone is interested in becoming a member of the VFW, uh, how, how do you go about doing that? Is it an online, or do you meet with someone? How does that work?
2: There is an online application that you can submit as well. Okay. Uh, we have the uh, actual membership department of the VFW um, National Headquarters in Kansas City. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you want to do a walk-in, we do walk-in uh, online, uh, or you can call in and, and get more information about it. Uh, you can definitely tune into the uh the website, which is www.vfw.org, uh, has all the VFW information there about all the programs, about the membership, uh, membership benefits, uh, the eligibility, um, anything that you want to know about the VFW is there on that website.
1: All right. All right. And Ron, uh, wondered if you could, uh, just share a success story with us where maybe you were able to help a veteran or, or a veteran, uh, in their family, uh, and, uh, something that you were able to do, do for them.
2: Yeah. Uh, definite. It was, um, this case started probably, I'm gonna say roughly about five years ago. Um, there was a gentleman that walked into the office that, um, needed some help. He was down on his luck. Um, mm-hmm. he was having some, uh, some mental issues. Okay. Um, he just couldn't get on track. He was bouncing around, um, uh, homeless at the, at the present time. He was living with his mom, living not of the basement. Um, so, um, he had filed a couple of claims and nobody really, really took the chance to listen to him to kind of hear his story out. So I, um, I, our paths crossed and I, I kinda I just sat down and listened to him, talked to him for a while. Um, got his story, we filed a couple of claims, they were denied. Um, but we stuck with it. We stayed uh, and you know, we kept getting the information, kept submitting uh evidence and uh, you know, and uh, we eventually after uh, about five years we eventually won the case and um the gentleman was awarded um over right at a half million dollars not a half I'm sorry, a quarter million dollars, about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars wow back pay um uh, for wow. his for his weight uh which was long overdue. Like I say, he was homeless, had bounced around on the street for a few years and Oh my gosh. And um yeah, it was one that's probably one of the best success stories that I have. And to top that all off, um once we got had met a couple of times and I had a um my basic training picture that was sitting on my sitting on my desk and he looked back at the picture and was like, Man, that guy there looks familiar. Yeah? And I was like, Well, that's me. He's like So we talked a little bit and ended up he was uh my platoon sergeant from basic training.
1: You're kidding me No. I'm not. Oh my not, gosh.
2: Yeah. Right here in Kansas City.
1: I I got I have goosebumps.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it was amazing.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow, that I seriously I'm I'm completely goosebumped out here. Yeah. I it just that that is amazing. I got to shake your hand on. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's phenomenal.
2: Yeah, that's that's what makes the the job worth doing, you know. Um Wow. All the hard work uh that you know just to see him able to 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 get out of his mom's house to get his own place, you know, wow. just, just to be able to, to be a, uh, feel wanted, feel, feel a part of the, you know, feel wanted, feel part of, of a society. Just yeah. To, just to get off the street and say, okay, this is mine. This is something I've,
1: and, I, I've and, earned. And you know, you went the extra mile for him and, uh, and, and you're a veteran. Thank you for your service. Uh, you were in a uh, Korean war. Yeah. And well,
2: I served in Korea, wasn't doing the war, but I was in Korea, it, which oh, is a, yeah. uh, Cold War country. So, yeah, but we, I did serve there. Uh, That's
1: right. You're, you're too young for the Korean War, but you, but you were in Korea. Yes. 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 Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I think because you're a veteran, uh, and, and you, you really listen to him, I think with, with different ears, I think. Yeah. Because you get, you get it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what makes it, that's, you have, you have to gain the trust of the veterans. And, and being a veteran and myself, I think that, that opens them up to a, to a different chapter of, of, who they're who they're speaking with that they can trust that they feel that they can open themselves up to it, and it's, it also helps us.
1: That is unbelievable, folks. Reach out to Ron, Rachel, uh, the National VFW headquarters. You just heard a story. That, that story blows me away. And I didn't know what the story was. I just, I just asked, Hey, Ron, could you share a story? And I didn't know what it was. That, that blows me away. Reach out to the VFW 816. 816- uh, I'm going to give you the main number. We're going to give you number, another number here in a minute, but the main switchboard then can direct you, 816-756-3390. We're online, vfw.org. Uh, but they're at 406 West 34th Street in Kansas City, Missouri, the national headquarters of the VFW. We're going to have a whole lot more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. And for more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so call now or call anytime. 1-800-331-6445. And if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, uh, you can go back after the fact, uh, give us till, you know, Monday or Tuesday, uh, after the, after the, the Saturday program, go to seniorcarelive.com, click on podcast, the podcast tab, and there you will find all of the previously aired episodes. You hit play and boom, you're in. You can listen to it, share it with a friend, uh, post it on, uh, your social media, whatever you'd like to do. It is really that simple. And now myth versus fact. All right. So we have uh, we, uh I, we we do a lot of myth busting on this program. Uh, so Rachel uh, Rachel's going to help us out with this. So Rachel, one commonly believed myth is that the VFW charges to help veterans, but we know uh, that may not be the fact. So tell us the fact.
0: The fact is we charge nothing to help veterans. There's no fees at all involved. You do not – nothing.
1: So and no, time to
0: walk in our door
1: it's Yeah. Free. So and so how many people are out there that that could have benefited from the VFW and your assistance just like this gentleman here that Ron shared an, an amazing story but they but they think oh man I, I can't afford it. And so so the fact of the matter is uh, there are no charges for your assistance.
0: No charges, no hidden fees. We won't ask for anything up front or even after.
1: Nothing
2: right. but a little bit of your time.
1: Yep. Perfect. That's about it. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. Let's talk about one more myth. We usually keep it one myth per segment, but we're going to break the rules today. So
0: <laughs>
1: so, uh, uh, so we'll talk about one more myth here. It's commonly believed that you have to be a member of the VFW to receive help by the VFW. So is that true? No, that's
0: absolutely false. We help every veteran every period of war. It does not matter. We help any veteran out there.
1: Excellent, excellent. So just to, uh, just to recap that. So the assistance, so these are the facts. So uh, the assistance provided by the VFW is absolutely free of charge and the VFW helps all veterans, regardless of if you are a member or not. And that is the fact. For more information about the facts, Stay tuned to this program or contact Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or visit seniorcareconsulting.com. All right, so here we are the day after Veterans Day. We'll just call it an extended Veterans Day weekend. We're talking about uh, all of the awesome services provided by our friends at the VFW. If you want to reach out to Ron or Rachel or one of the other good folks working at the VFW, it's 816 816- That will get you in the front door, and then they will route your call from there. You could also go online at vfw.org or stop by at 34th and Broadway. It's 406 West 34th Street in Kansas City, Missouri, right downtown. That's the national headquarters for the VFW. All right, so Ron and Rachel, so for the rest of the program, I want to focus in on a very specific benefit that, frankly, I mean, it's it's a fantastic benefit. I still don't think a lot of people in fact I know most people don't uh know about this It's the pension with aid and attendance. I just call it the aid and attendance benefit just kind of uh, for short so uh, could you talk about you know what is the aid and, th- and attendance benefit and and what is that uh what does that do
2: well the the pension aid with aid and attendance uh, benefit is a is an income based um, program uh set up by the v a that is that allows for a veteran with um that meets a minimum income requirements to be assisted uh, assisted living in home care or uh, nursing home care to assist with the the cost for the for stay at the nursing homes
1: so if you need care and you're an older veteran and you're paying for care whether it's home care assisted living nursing home memory care all that's very expensive, this correct. can help kind of offset some of those costs correct yes. All right. So, uh, and, and as with any other benefit, I mean, there are some rules and you have to meet some guidelines. Right. So let's start to break that down here a little bit. So, uh, so how to qualify for the pension with aid and attendance? There's a service related requirement. So correct me if I'm wrong. You have to have at least 90 consecutive days of active duty. Is that correct? Yes.
2: Not consecutive, but have to have ninety accumulated days of, of service. Accumulated yeah, days, ninety oh. days, yeah. Okay, and have at to least be active service, active duty service,
1: active duty service, yeah. and at least one of those days during a period of war. Correct. Right. Correct. Okay. All right. And so, uh, here are the periods of war. If you're driving or if you can't take the notes, look, just go to seniorcarelive.com under resources and then how to pay for care. All of this is on the website. Uh, but we'll just review these today. So World War II, uh, the date would be December the 7th of 1941 all the way through December 31st of 46. Correct. To uh, to qualify, Korean War, June twenty seventh, nineteen fifty, all the way through January thirty first of nineteen fifty five. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. And if I have something wrong, tell me. Oh, you're tracking. Co- you're correct tracking. me. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the Vietnam War, August the fifth of nineteen sixty four through May the seventh of nineteen seventy five, and that's for all veterans. But there's a uh, kind of an asterisk or a footnote. Uh, if you had boots on the ground in country, in country, yes. Uh, that period would start all the way back February twenty eighth of nineteen sixty one. Correct. All right. All right. And then, so it boots on the ground in country, February twenty eighth, nineteen sixty one. Uh, if you, uh, for for everyone else, it, that period would start August fifth of sixty four through february 28 of 1961 and then of course the persian gulf war these are going to be younger uh, veterans uh, probably not very applicable to this
2: very few uh, will qualify for this
1: but that started on uh, august the 2nd of 1990 and it's still open-ended yes it's still open okay all right so uh, honorably discharged or uh, not dishonorably discharged is that correct that's correct general or higher yep okay very good, very good. And I don't know my military terms very well, right. so I I appreciate you uh, yes. uh, uh, kind of uh, making, not corrections, but kind of clarifying. Yeah, it, yes. that's, it, that's what we're that. here for. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, and then uh financial-related requirements. So uh, we'll start to break this down. So you can have liquid assets, and this does not include – well, we'll talk about exempt assets in a second, but liquid assets of approximately $80,000 or less. Or less, yes. Okay. Uh, what are the exempt assets that you would take out of that calculation?
2: Uh, they don't necessarily count your house, your car. Um,
1: All the stuff in your, your house. furniture,
2: yeah, stuff like that. Uh, but they do count rental property, um, stocks, bonds, IRAs,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, pensions, um, Social Security, mm-hmm. um, so, CDs. Am
1: I missing anything?
0: Yeah, checking and savings counts do. Do count in there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, we there are lots and lots of veterans that are paying for for senior care at yes. uh, lots of different levels. That own a home, they own a vehicle, they have all the stuff in their home, and then they have you know cash in the bank and uh, and maybe a CD, some checking savings. So the liquid assets would be eighty thousand dollars or less. Or less. Okay. Uh, and then there's an income calculation, uh, which is. Uh, uh, if someone says, well, you know, I have $1,800 a month you know, coming on on their income, that's not exactly what you're looking for. No. Right, so you're looking for the income minus your unreimbursed medical expenses. That is, is that correct? That is absolutely correct, correct yes. Okay, give us some examples of what the unreimbursed medical expenses could be.
0: That would be the in-home health care, assisted living fees, nursing home fees, prescription co-pays, doctor visits, anything that's a reoccurring medical expense, uh, medical insurance premiums. Out-of-pocket costs, pretty much anything that you're paying out-of-pocket for that's considered a medical expense, that's going to be reoccurrent, not just a one-time thing. They they want a reoccurrent medical expense,
2: even the mileage to and from your doctor visits. Correct. Uh, okay, they pay you for the mileage as well.
1: Okay. All right. And so uh, what you're looking for to trigger the maximum expense, you're looking for a negative number in that calculation, are you not?
2: Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That gives you the maximum of the
1: benefit if you have a negative calculation. Okay. So here's some super simple math. <laughs> right. Okay. If I'm bringing in $1,500, and that's my income. Okay. Okay. And then I'm paying out say $4,500 for my my costs of assisted living and my insurance premiums and and all this stuff okay. unreimbursed medical expenses uh-huh. $1,500 minus $4,500 is a negative $3,000 right so if i am negative $1 or if i as far as it, as long as i'm zero or less that's going to trigger the maximum reimbursement correct Okay, all right. And then and I can't believe how fast uh, these segments uh fly, but I think uh before we get to the uh the the reimbursement amounts, let's talk about the last uh kind of kind of the last part of the qualification. You have to be receiving care and you have to be uh, ex- experiencing an expense for that care. So you're paying a home health age a home care company or you receive you're paying for that care in assisted living facility or nursing home. So you have to have Assistance or require assistance with at least two activities of daily living. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So of the six, we have bathing. So you need assistance with bathing or assistance with your mobility or transferring, uh, assistance with incontinence care, assistance with eating, with toileting or dressing. Okay, so those are the the kind of the big six, the top six. So let's say if someone needs help with incontinence care uh, and getting dressed, there's two or incontinence two. care and bathing. It, it could be two or all, all six. Yes, as long as you have two of those, that's going to count. Yeah. Okay, and then this uh, this amazing uh, program, I just call it the VA aid and attendance uh, benefit. There's uh, uh, what was the technical term?
2: Technical term is, is pension. With aid and attendance.
1: Pension with aid and attendance. We're going to talk more. We're going to get into more of the details. But more importantly, we are going to share with you, our listeners, exactly what this pays for and uh, and, and how much it pays for month, uh, per month. It is amazing. It can make all the difference in the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number anytime, 1-800-331-6445. Again, that's 1-800-331-6445. All right. Back to my special guest today, Ron Cherry and Rachel Powell. They're both with the VFW. We have the national headquarters right here in downtown Kansas City. We're talking about the pension with aid in attendance. I call it the VA aid and attendance benefit. It helps older veterans to pay for the high cost of senior care. And Ron, we were just getting right to the point of how much does this pay? So, right, yes. <laughs> uh, so do, do you want to, you want me to cover that? You want to cover that? Why don't you cover that?
2: Okay um well the the rates breakdown um is if you're if your unmedical reimbursed expenses counter your income, the maximum for a single well the veterans the veterans pension the maximum would be seventeen eighty eight That's one thousand seven hundred and eighty eight dollars per month mm-hmm. if you qualify for the maximum amount of that benefit okay um if you qualify for that benefit and you have a dependent uh the maximum would be two thousand one hundred and twenty dollars uh for the veterans pension.
1: So that would be a mar- like a married veteran.
2: That would be a married veteran. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Right. And um what's called the improved death pension, which is the widow's pension commonly known as um if you're a a widow and you qualify for the maximum the maximum amount uh for that benefit would be $1,149 per month.
1: Okay. And so that if you're paying for the high cost of senior care, it's pretty easy to Pay more in cost than your income is, and you're actually in a negative situation, which would trigger the maximum amounts. And look, I have worked with uh, many, many clients, and and they get down to that eighty thousand dollars mark. Yeah. Okay. And and at five or six thousand dollars a month, it's easy for that. That'll fast. I'll go, go real fast. Goes fast. fast. And goes fast. so, if you're bringing in an extra seventeen hundred and eighty-eight dollars a month, it extends it. That will extend that eighty thousand uh, dollars. That will extend. Here, let me just put. this very clearly, that will extend your ability to live in an assisted living level of care, which is a less restrictive level of care than if you have to qualify for Medicaid and move to the nursing home, which is the most restrictive level of care. It's a big, big, huge of Quality of
2: life is, is way different between the two.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, again, a single veteran can receive up to one thousand seven hundred eighty eight dollars, a married veteran uh, up to two thousand one hundred and twenty dollars and a surviving spouse could receive up to one thousand one hundred forty nine dollars. Per month as a thank you for serving our country, it is phenomenal. I Ron, I've had a, I've met a lot of veterans. That are, they're a little bit upset. They're like, "Well, why didn't I hear about that?" And I'm like, "I I don't know, but I I talk about it everywhere I go." <laughs> yeah.
2: I I don't know. It's it's just one of those benefits that's just not really not commonly known. Yeah. Um, it, it's mostly heard from word of mouth from another veteran talking to another veteran, and um, it, it's it's grown a lot here in the last few years. The word's getting out by programs like yourself, mm-hmm. which we definitely appreciate. Um. But if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to our office and we can give you all the information that that, that is available uh, that we know and if we're not sure about something, we can definitely uh, research it and get back with you and get the correct answer that you are looking for.
1: All right, so I gave out the main number earlier. Let me give you out a very uh, provide a very specific number if you want to reach out to Ron or Rachel or any other of the great folks at the national headquarters for the VFW right here downtown. I'm going to give you a very specific number. You do need to write this one down, okay? Cuz it'll save you from transfers. It'll take you straight to the source. 816-968-1153. That's 816-968-1153. That will take you straight to the person who will schedule your appointment with a claims consultant or a veteran service officer to help you walk through this aid and attendance benefit, the pension with aid and attendance that will help you pay for senior care. All right. So, Ron, are there any areas of military service that do not qualify for aid and the aid and attendance benefit?
2: Not, not that I'm aware of. Only uh, if you have a general or higher discharge, there's no one else that's disqualified from the program if you meet the other qualifications.
1: Okay, and I know I have some friends uh, who are Merchant Marines, and uh, I'll guarantee you, I know there's at least a pretty good sized group that have been told they don't qualify. Uh, do they? Qu- so they qualify?
2: They, they can qualify. We just have to get their Merchant Marine time converted over to military time, which is a simple, uh, completing the form sending it into the record center, getting the record center to recognize that time as active duty military time. And if they meet the requirements, the 90 days active service, then they can qualify for the benefit.
1: Okay. I think we just made a whole bunch of merchant marines and their families very happy. <laughs> good deal.
2: Our office can assist with that as well. So
1: excellent. Excellent. Cause they received some, uh, some bad information somewhere, frankly. Definite, so definitely. All right. All right. Very good. Good deal. Uh, and then how about being in the reserves? So d- does that, d- do they qualify or, uh, I-, I get a lot of questions about, well, what about the reserves?
2: The reserves are very tricky. Um, if they're, if they're qualified, they may qualify under the a Title 10 call up, which is, Uh, If they're called a duty in Iraq or Afghanistan or called up by a presidential proclamation, Uh Uh, depending on how much time they serve, they may may qualify that way. But uh, just general uh, reserves and guards don't qualify for this program based on time.
1: Okay. All right. So you have to be called up and have some active duty. Yes, correct. uh, Okay. And that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. All right. And then uh, how long does it take to get an application approved if it's a clean app?
0: If it's a clean app, usually about 60 days. I mean, is our average. They range That's 30 fast. to 90. It's faster now as long as we have the full application with all the proper paperwork inputted. In, um, it
1: can, it can go very quickly. Okay. And, uh, if, uh, if there's a mistake on the application, let's say someone just did this on their own and maybe they didn't fill it out quite right, uh, w- you know, how, how much longer does it take to process that? And, and is it returned to them? I mean, how, yes. how does that
2: work? Yes, it's returned to them and, um, it, it it could delay the process. Like uh, the, six months to a year. Yeah, the VA has, has streamlined a program, which is um, a, a fully developed claim, as Rachel was, spoke of earlier. A fully developed claim can process, can be processed anywhere from 30 to 60 days, um, which is way faster than, than it used to be. Uh, but yeah. if, it's, if, it's, if it has corrections or mistakes, it could be anywhere from six to nine months.
0: Yeah, I've uh, seen one last a year. Oh, wow. Had to by keep by simply back and putting, forth.
2: putting a, a dollar amount in the wrong place.
1: Oh, my gosh. So here's the moral to that story. Don't do it on your own. Come (laughs) see the experts. Seriously, contact the VFW 816, and this is a direct number. That will get that, where you can schedule an appointment uh, to meet to meet with someone uh who who knows these claims inside and out and will not allow you to make a mistake. Here's the direct number eight one six nine six eight one one five three. And then so who who does that call? It calls someone that will actually schedule the appointment? It'll be in our office and it will
0: call someone that will directly that, schedule you with us. That
2: goes directly to our administrative assistant and uh she will we have I have a three person staff, include myself that um, she sets the schedule for all of us and she will definitely get, make sure that, that veteran is getting seen.
1: All right. I, I just can't thank you enough. Uh, Ron and Rachel can't thank you enough for being here today. And, uh, and, and Ron, thank you for your service. And, thank uh, you. uh, I just, uh, and, and I think we should do this again next year. This is just uh, such important information. No doubt, no, you no for question. Yes. Uh,
2: we enjoy doing it. And, um, uh, this is our place. This is what we do.
1: All right. Thank you so much. And, To our veterans, a simple thank you just doesn't seem to be enough, but I just want to let you know how much you're appreciated. To my father-in-law, Mr. Ken Akins, thank you for your service, sir. Uh, To all my family, friends, and neighbors uh, who have served or are currently serving, thanks to you. Thank you very, very much. And to the spouses who have also sacrificed by caring for your family and doing the job of two while your veteran is away, thank you you very much. And on this Veterans Day weekend and always, may God bless uh, all of our veterans and their families and all who love and support them so very much. And to everyone listening, I am so honored that you spent part of your day listening to this program. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always.